man, if they keep winning, you might start to see an NFC East team on here. <laughs> no, you won't. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. This is what sleep deprivation looks like. Grassy, and today we are going to be breaking down the top 10 teams heading into week 15 of the NFL. Oh my God, the season's almost over. What am I going to do? Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout out and thank you, not to the patrons who we always thank and not to the YouTube members who we always thank, but a big shout out to uh, Arthur and Thomas. Thanks for repping the Grassy Posse every Sunday. So some shifting once again occurring in the top 10 rankings as, listen, contenders are starting to uh, lose their grip a little bit <clears throat> looking at you Steelers while others like the Green Bay Packers rise like a phoenix in the night. And you're like, wait a minute. Is that the moon that's so bright? And then you turn, and you stare the phoenix in the face. That's not a phoenix. That's Aaron frickin' frackin' Rogers. So my fever dream aside, let's jump into the top 10. Starting at number 10, you got the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I kept them on the list. And I know people are not going to be happy because they're going to beat out teams like the Buccaneers. The Seahawks would be number 11. But I got to give some props to the Dolphins. While the Chiefs basically scored 30 points after being down 10 and really didn't struggle that much, even though the Dolphins, you know, they rallied back. The Dolphins put up a damn good fight. They made Patrick Mahomes look relatively human for like a hot second. I mean, Mahomes was still a monster and still threw for nearly 400 yards and two touchdowns. But the Dolphins, they fought damn hard. Tua threw a pick, which was a little bit sad. But 28 for 48, 316 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and a rushing TD for Tua. And the defense, they played pretty hard. And while, again, I don't have any uh, guarantees that the Dolphins are going to do well in the playoffs... I wanted to give them their shout-out and their due because if they lose to the Patriots next week, they're probably not going to see the top 10 again this season. So this might be the last time that we see the Miami Dolphins. And so because of that, I salute you. And when the Seahawks take your spot, know that I'll wish you were here. Number nine, you got the Tennessee Titans destroying the Jacksonville Jaguars. However, the one good thing that come out of that game... Gardner Minshew is back, baby. Tannehill was productive, 19 for 24, 212 yards, and two touchdowns. And oh, Derrick Henry once again. Derrick Henry. They were like, let's just keep feeding him the ball. 26 for 215 yards and two touchdowns. Every single time I read out another stat like this, my sphincter just clenches knowing what he's going to do to the Green Bay Packers run defense. And I got to tell you, doesn't feel good. A.J. Brown had a day, seven receptions, 112 yards, and one touchdown. And listen, the Titans, while they have been up and down all season, they seem to have finally realized, oh, when we give the ball to Derrick Henry a whole lot, we win. 
And that's exactly what they did right here. The Titans are still battling against the Colts for first place in the AFC South, and it might come down to the very, very end. But right now, the Titans took care of a divisional rival, and they're going to keep on rocking. Number eight, speaking of respect, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns at number eight. The Browns are doing so well that Lamar Jackson almost pooped himself. And, you know, you might be like, well, Tom, that's not confirmed. First of all, the internet said that he almost pooped himself, and when have they ever lied? And two, my man, I saw him doing the poop waddle. It's unmistakable. It was a poop waddle. Baker Mayfield had a rushing touchdown and two TDs, while Nick Chubb, of course, he did, had two touchdowns. The Browns scored 22 fourth-quarter points, but, but the one thing that they couldn't do was contain Lamar Jackson, who, this was just his rushing yards, nine for 124 yards and two touchdowns. Lamar was crushing it last night, and you know what? I understand. I've been there. I've been there. Maybe I'm teaching a class, and I'm like, ooh, tummy's not feeling so good. Got 20 minutes left in the lesson. We're just trying to, like, get through, get through. Then I finally get it to a bathroom, and boy, oh, boy, is that next period, oof, I have the class of my life because I am light, loose, and free. This episode has gone places today. But I think the Browns deserve some damn recognition and some damn respect. They proved that they could be contenders this year in the playoffs. And so with that, the Browns are going to remain at number eight. I know, Ravens, you're not on here still. But but if you continue playing like you have in the past two weeks, don't worry. You'll find yourself on the top ten again. Calm down. Number seven, you got the Indianapolis Colts who crushed the Raiders' playoff dreams. Knock if you hear me. Oh, Henry Ruggs go fast. Rivers, 19 for 28, 244 yards and two touchdowns. But but the man of the day was Mr. Jonathan Taylor. 20 rushes, 150 yards and two touchdowns. And there was a T.Y. Hilton sighting because he went five for 86 with two touchdowns as well. The defense was able to force two interceptions and the Colts kept on rocking against a good contender in the Raiders. The Raiders... You know, it was nice while it lasted. Remember, you made it on the top 10 a couple of times. Not anymore. And Josh Jacobs trolling Instagram was like, oh, I'm not going to play today. Yeah, it didn't really get me a lot of fantasy points, Josh. It really didn't matter at the end of the day. Now did it. Number six, you got the LA Rams, who had a dominant Thursday win over the Patriots. Good God. They made Newton look god-awful. Jared Goff was okay, but really the story is about Cam Akers, 29 for 171 yards, and of course, that defense, six sacks and an interception on the day. Yeah, they could not stop the Rams' rush at all. And honestly, looking at the Rams, as we have said many, many times on this show, when they're on, they're a scary football team, a very balanced football team, and I don't want to play the Rams in the playoffs, so hopefully... They start losing some games soon. Number five, you got the New Orleans Saints. What happened, guys? Lost to the Eagles? Aw. That hurts. Shut out in the first half and down 17. I thought the Saints were done. And listen, to their credit, they roared on back, but... Not enough to stop Jalen Hurts in his first official start. And boy, oh boy, is that a beautiful thing. Taysom Hill, 28 for 38, two touchdowns and an interception. Kamara was held to only 50 yards and one touchdown. But the story of this game was the fact that the Saints' run defense was supposed to be one of the best in the NFL. And they didn't have just one, but two 100-yard rushers 
on the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, 18 for 106 yards on the ground. And then Miles Sanders was like, hold on, my turn. 14 carries for 115 yards. And damn, the Saints, they got slapped in the mouth. And God, I am so all for that. So right now, they are actually behind the Green Bay Packers in the NFC. And they will be chasing them. And the Packers have a tiebreaker over them. So... Saints, not too good. Now, there are rumors that Drew Brees could be returning somewhat soon. Then again, Drew Brees is also not going to be on run defense, so... Hey, we both have terrible run defenses now. Number four, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. How the mighty have fallen. From undefeated to dropping two straight... They struggled against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night. And plus, I struggled also to watch that game. Big Ben, two interceptions. Once again, no run game. James Conner could not find a single lane. They were shut out in the first quarter and the third quarter again. The same exact thing happened against the Washington football team the week before. And it was just an ugly game. Their offense really couldn't do anything against the Bills. Their defense, while at times was impressive and really made the Bills fight for every single yard, Josh Allen was still able to find success and the offense just couldn't get it done. Now, again, last week I didn't flip out when they lost to the Washington football team. I'm not necessarily flipping out when they're losing to the Buffalo Bills, who are a good football team, but Steelers are now not in control of their own destiny, sitting behind the Chiefs in the AFC for that top seed. And But they got to get right quick because they are also playing the Browns in the final game of the regular season. And Steelers might be free-falling. Number three, you got the Green Bay Packers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, you beautiful son of a gun. Oh, and Mason Crosby, you silver-haired minx kicking that 57-yarder. Scored every single quarter. Rodgers was amazing. 26 for 33, 290 yards, three touchdowns. And Devontae Adams, eight games in a row with a touchdown. Adams with set. Adams, 7 for 115 yards and one touchdown. MVS having a fantastic game, 6 for 85 and a touchdown. And that offense is clicking. Now, you know, a little bit of a closer game with the Lions, but the defense did what it had to. Every now and then, they actually had a decent pass rush. The secondary played pretty darn well. And right now, I'm loving what I'm seeing from the Green Bay Packers. They got a showdown this Saturday night against the Panthers, and it looks like Christian McCaffrey is not going to be playing. So honestly, the only tough game they have left on their schedule is going to be the Tennessee Titans on Sunday Night Football. And that will be a great test. Number two, you got the Buffalo Bills. There you go, Bills. You're so close. You're so close to the number one spot. Did you ever think it was going to happen on a Tom Grassi show? Did you ever think it was possible? Well, baby, you're one away. A gritty win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the man of the night was freaking Stephon Diggs. 10 receptions, 130 yards, and one touchdown. Defense forced two interceptions. I said Josh Allen, 24 for 43, 234 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And this was a nice, balanced game. Every now and then, the Steelers' defense would give him a look. And basically, that look always ended with Stephon Diggs catching the football. Stephon Diggs has definitely been worth that first-round pick as Josh Allen constantly looks to him to get him out of trouble. And the Bills... They were a complete football team on Sunday night and couldn't be happier with that getting closer and closer to the playoffs. And then finally, number one, you got the 12-1 and Kansas City Chiefs. Number one in the AFC, Mahomes, 393 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. The one big concern I will have is not really on Patrick Mahomes because some of those interceptions were, man, it was the no-run game again. 
really nothing there. Clyde Edwards-Alaire did some things in the passing game, but here, nothing. The star of the show, again, was Travis Kelsey. Eight for 136 yards and one touchdown. And the defense was able to step up a little bit and get four sacks against the Miami Dolphins and, of course, force an interception. But the Chiefs are just a damn good football team. They are still the team to beat in the NFL. And it is possible to beat them. But boy, oh boy, is it unlikely. The Chiefs are in full control of this conference, and they look to be sailing right towards a bye week and a first-round seed. It looks like the playoffs are going to run through Arrowhead, and good luck on anybody who's going to try to dethrone them. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think that there should be other teams on here like the Seahawks or the Buccaneers? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy. All social media is see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash Comedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go!